Hoo-wee. Welcome to Podcast 2. Today we're going to talk about happiness habits. I'm sorry for screaming at the mark. Huh? What podcast? Podcast for Do It For Me Podcast. Podcast episode 2. It's actually just Do It For Me. The podcast part is the extra thing we add on our social media. Yeah. It's not important. All right. Do It For Me yeah. Podcast episode no, 2. Podcast. No. Just do it for me. <laughs> do It For Me episode number 2. Do Welcome it everybody. for... He got it. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Goodness gracious, I need to get my shit together. Hey, can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, sure. Why not? Fantastic. I think so, yeah. I hope you don't give a fuck, audience members. Um, all right, so today we're talking about happiness habits. All right, uh, more specifically, things that each of us have done for ourselves that have improved our lives in some way, some noticeable measure. Um, let's start with Christopher. Christy, tell me about some things that you've done that you know have made a positive impact on your life. I think the habit that I've formed that has been the most impactful in my life is exercising. Mm. I think, well, it's actually my routine. So making um, making it a routine and into a habit of exercising daily mm-hmm. has honestly set off a chain of reactions and it's honestly my keystone habit. Okay. And what a keystone habit is, it's like this one habit that you adopt that it has a disproportional influence on you. So it's like this, my habit of exercising every single day has set off me getting be more productive, me being on time, me um, spending less on going out and eating. So it honestly is like really helped form and shape my, shape my life. Mm. And I think exercise has been the best habits for my happiness that I formed. So specifically, like what you know, you said exercise, or you said like productivity and like eating right and mm-hmm. things like that. Like what other uh, benefits have you seen cascaded from exercise? Like what else has there been? What positive impacts specifically from positive exercise? Positive impacts. Um, I started waking up earlier mm. to be able to exercise in the morning, and it just states my day right, so I've accomplished one thing of the day. Mm. And after doing that, I want to accomplish way more things. So after I accomplish the exercising, I want to like get get my apartment clean. I want to start on my homework earlier, or start or working on things, or you know, accomplishing more things. And I think that it just exercising has like improved like a lot of aspects in my life with productivity mm. and doing other things and things more efficiently. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've noticed the exact same thing with exercise. I, um, I I didn't start exercising until about the beginning of the semester. My roommate got me into it, um, got me into like doing some you know weightlifting and things like that. And it's been wonderful. Not only do I get to feel like I'm improving my body, which is really cool. You know, I'm young, got to stay limber, mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Um, I notice specifically the days that I fail to exercise, right? For the like, if I, if it's like a two three day stretch, I'm just Zonked. That's the only way I could. That's the only word Definitely. I know for. It. I I can't focus. I can't sit down and put the time into things that I know I need to put time into. It's just a real problem. Versus days where I know I've exercised. Right. Like it's just a different level of energy. I'm sitting in class. I know you know my attention is on the professor. It's on the board. It's on the knowledge. Right. Days I haven't exercised, it wanders. It's much harder to keep my attention in check. So you know I I see a lot of benefit from exercise. You know it's it's been like I, I had a lot of healthy habits up until this point. Exercise has been, you know, like just the, the next notch and unlocking a new. What, what do you think that is? What do you think that is that you feel more focused, that you feel more productive? Like, I know you like to talk a lot about, you know, chemicals in your brain. Mm. Like, what, you know, create, what does what? So, like, what do you That's a good question. That? You know, I don't know about the, the actual, like, biochemical level of it, but I do. I was listening to a pharmacist say um, that if you could take everything that exercise does for the brain and put it into a pill, it would be the most valuable pill on the market. 
right? Like there's there's something about exercise um, that you know I'm I'm entirely unaware of, but it it clearly does have to at least to the scientific community have like dramatic impacts on you know like the, your ability to absorb knowledge, for example. So you know there there's some things I I can make some some you know guesses some hypotheses, right? Like for example, um, uh, people who like to run. Uh, they they'll like listen to a podcast while they're out running, and they say that when they're running, they they remember so much more of the information that they absorb on the podcast. Right? Um, to that, I don't think that necessarily has to do with uh, running, but it does have to do with say uh, with spatial memory. Right? Like when we're on the move, when we're out and about, right? Our bodies are wired to pick up on information because back when we were getting eaten by lions and things like that, right? That's what we needed to survive. We were moving, we needed information, we needed to know where the water was, where the food yeah. was, so we could give it back to the tribe. All right, um, so, you know, exercise actively puts your body under the same stressors that you would feel when you're out, you know, exploring the wild with your with your people, right? Maybe that puts the same triggers on your brain that says, hey, this is time for you to start remembering, right? This is time for you to start picking things up. But that idea only accounts for, you know, remembering things while you're in motion, where, you know, I've noticed an impact days after I've, I've done like a heavy workout. I know exercise, um, uh, I, I don't know this, uh, I, I can't source this, so maybe I shouldn't say it, I'm going to say it anyways, I don't care. Um, exercise <laughs> has an impact on human growth hormone, right? And that's, um, that's something that you get, you know, when you're asleep, your, your body gets, you know, flooded with human growth hormone, and that's what promotes muscle growth, but um, um, I, I don't want to say that it promotes brain growth either, because that's, you know, an unfounded idea, but uh, I don't have a source for that, but I feel like I've heard that somewhere. So those are my hypotheses at the very least. I yeah. think that exercise definitely, so there, there are a difference between habits and routines. So habit is something that you do without thinking about it. It has like little to no thought to do it. Mm. And a routine is something that you do and it's, people mistake it for a routine for habit, but a routine is something that you do that you have to really consciously do and be aware of it, aware of it and to do it. And that's what kind of exercise is. But there are some habits that we do, like habits could be something like, oh, we, we when we wake up, we brush our teeth and that's a habit, right? So a habit feels bad, it feels bad if we don't do it. So when you wake up and you don't brush your teeth, you kind of feel bad, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like I should be brushing my teeth now. Like my, my teeth should be minty clean, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So, but for me, exercise is like, it's like, there's a thing also called keystone habits. And a mm -hmm. keystone habit is like this one habit that you do that has a big influence on your life. And I think exercising is such a big one because like when you start exercising more, you feel good, your body mm. feels good, you feel productive, and then it just transforms a lot of other things into your life. So I think that exercise, and also exercise is so, so important because it's so, it can prevent so many diseases that we have. Like exercise could solve a lot of the things. Mm. Yeah, that, that was an interesting point, honestly. Like exercise, it's, it, there, there's a mental aspect to it too, right? Um, you know, if you have it as part of your routine, routine, you know, you have a moment in the day for, you know, half an hour or so where you're actively pushing your body, where you have a challenge that you are, you know, trying to overcome. You know, and like the, the point of an exercise routine is to repeatedly overcome those challenges, you know. So on top of the, the clear like biochemical impacts that it has on the brain, right, like there's real mental impacts knowing that you can start your day off or, or end your day or whatever doing something hard, you know, because it, there will always be hard things that, you have, that you're going to walk into, you know, no matter what day that you're having. So knowing that you can overcome something can kind of carry you forward through the challenges you're going to face. Yeah. You know, the rest I, of the day. So, like, I'm hearing why I should exercise, you know, what exercises and, like, mm. what it is. You know, you sold me on those. Mm. Mm -hmm. How do you do it? Like, how do you get, you know, a lot of people have trouble 
getting started on it, like, uh, what are some of the techniques that you use hmm. to, like, get yourself to do it, or maybe some specific exercises, what I'll gets you in the mood? tell you that, like, there's, it's a real danger to try and do an exercise, like, routine or something that you don't care about, right? Like, if, if you look up online, like, give me an exercise routine, you'll find a billion of them. Um, but if you don't enjoy them, you're not going to stick with them. You need to enjoy some aspect of them, right? I enjoy building my body, you know, like I, I like knowing that the work I'm putting into is actively making me more capable of interacting with the world on a daily basis, stronger, faster, right? I, I can even think better because of what I'm doing. That's my core driver. That's finding your driver, finding that, that one or, or two things about what you're doing that carries you forward. That's what's powerful to me. And for me, it's like I, my mental capabilities are my, my foundation of my very existence. That's what I care about. And I know that exercise plays a very important aspect of my mental capabilities. So the exercises I do, you know, cater to that. You know, for the most part, it's, it's uh, weightlifting. And honestly, you know, it's probably that because I started exercise by asking my roommate to go and, and take me to the gym and show me through his routine. He's yeah. been exercising for you know like years now, and yeah, he's, he's been, been looking good like at him. Buff now. Dude, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. He's doing good stuff. <laughs> Seeing him grow is just wild, man. I, I remember that kid when he was a chubby little kid. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exercising can transform your life. And to go on like how about how to do it and how about to do it, I think that uh, people a lot of people do like oh I have to start exercising, I have to start like uh, doing this and like and then they do it the wrong way they like find a like gym routine like oh like i have to start running i have to start weightlifting i have to go to the gym but they always say i have to do this like it's like a chore it's a thing but you should change your mindset to like i get to and if like mm. if honestly if you th if you hate running like mm. if you hate running that's cool if you hate weightlifting that's cool too find a different exercise that you like like oh like joining an ultimate frisbee team or mm. like do or join a sport or do other things or go swimming or like go biking and hiking those are exercises too it's actually it's not just like going getting your like butt into the gym it's like other forms of exercise are great like taking a dancing class mm. those are all exercises and they're all great for you i personally do boxing and i love boxing because like it's really 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 physical and it's mm. a lot of exercise but i get to see my my was it my fellow classmates in my boxing gym and i get to see my coaches and we get to bond and we can get to grow better and become better boxers and because I have so much added benefit of exercising and I'm really excited to go boxing because like the social aspect of it and then also like feeling like I'm, I'm training better and becoming a better fighter. That one, like that's why I'm so excited. I'm, like, I'm so excited to go boxing this weekend. So I'm really excited to go. But if I think about like, oh man, like I got to get up and go to the gym and like run and it just seems so boring and like because it seems so boring and daunting and it's like a homework to do. Like, I think that people make exercise like a homework and like, I got to do yeah. this. But if you make it something exciting, like, oh my God, I'm going to go play ultimate frisbee. I'm going to go running or I'm going to go weightlifting and I'm going to get stronger. You know yeah. what I mean? If you change your mindset, that, I think it'd be a lot easier to do things. Really? Especially. You got to remember why you're doing it. It For makes sure. a big difference. If the reason why you're doing it is like, oh, like, oh, like I got to do this. Then it's like not fun. But like, oh, I get to do this and I'm really excited to mm. build my body or like feel this way. I think... When you have a core value or a reason, I think it, yeah. it's the reason why you do is a better motivation to do it. Absolutely. Now, I, I like that you do boxing. I, I do uh, I do martial arts, right? Like, I've, I've been doing that for a hot minute. And, like, recently I've kind of fallen out of it. Just, you know, my life's going in a different direction. That's just how it goes, <laughs> right? Um, but, you know, back when I did it, like, I was in there every single day. And, you know, exercising every single day, even though to me it wasn't exercise. I was going to karate. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, was, I was, you know, I wasn't even learning how to defend myself. That's not why I was there. Like, I was going to do martial arts. You yeah. know, like, I, I just wanted to learn the art. So, like, it's interesting. Like, the, But there have been moments, for example, where... 
um, I was like, hey, you know, I know I need to get stronger and faster, so I'm going to stay home and like do body weight exercises, for example, because mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. That'd be my aesthetic. But I realized later that I don't have the same drive. There's just not there's not that thing there that, that brings me mm-hmm. to want to do like body weight workouts in the morning. Whereas, you know, where I go to the gym and there's like heavy things for me to pick up. Um, that's that's a different mindset for me. It's like, I'm, I'm gonna go and push something else off. I'm gonna go fight gravity with my bare hands, mm-hmm. right? And I'm doing this because I know it's going to improve me. You're absolutely right. Like there's a huge cognitive, you know, I don't know, mental driver that keeps you in check. And I think exercise is a, little, a lot more mental than people realize. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, kind of what I'm hearing is find your drive, but not only find your drive, but find a drive that has a more like a short term, short, short term gain. Um, it seems to be like a better at pushing you mm. to actually mm-hmm. exercise, right? Because like something I, noticeable, right? Also something yeah, that works I for hear you. People, I hear people say health, like I'm doing it for my health. And then mm. I think that that's like a really hard one to motivate yourself yeah. to go do it because you don't realize those gain, those health gains yeah, those could take like decades before they make a difference. Yeah. yeah, like you see people that used to work out a lot and they're like 70 and they look 50. Yeah. And there's people that like never worked out and they're 70 and they look 90, you know, it's like, and that's when you notice that, mm. you know, but you don't get until that point. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's really hard to like drive yourself for something that you won't see for 30 years. That's, Definitely. that's a good, but you could, good You could do a different goal. It's like I watched a TED talk about like motivation. It's like. Why do you want to exercise? Like, why do you really? Like, I want to exercise because I want to look good in a swimsuit. Or I want to go to the beach without feeling, like, nervous or worried, right? Or, like, oh, I want to lift heavy things so I can defend myself, you know what I mean? Or, like, be able to, like, go to the groceries and come back from the car with one trip, you know what I mean? Those Mm -hmm. are some, like, like, even if it's, like, might seem silly, like, if you have a good reasons why, then I think that it's really motivates you forward. But with anything that you're trying to do, anything you're trying to change or implement or habit or new routine you're trying to do, I think what's really important is to start small and start reasonable. Yeah. Like anything you want to do, you should, if you want to start meditating, you want to start waking up early, you want to do all these things, you should start small so it doesn't yeah. seem as daunting. Cause like if you, Absolutely. Because the power in these things is consistency. Yes. You know, like if you, if you, you know, meditate for an hour uh, as your first time and you're like, all right, well, I'm never going to do that again, right? Like that hour doesn't help you, you know, because the value of, say, meditation is doing it consistently and constantly bringing yourself into that state and... Um, you know, like finding, um, sorry, I completely lost my train of thought right there. No, that's consistency. I mean, you, you started speaking about meditation, yeah. which is another one of our subtopics today, right? Meditation mm. is, uh, this activity like brings you also happiness and, and kind of like guides you through your North star through mm. life, right? It fits really nicely in the topic of uh, daily habits that make you happier. So like, what are, what are y'all's experiences with meditation? Yeah, man. Meditation has changed me for the better in a very particular and very subtle ways, but clearly impactful. And I, I think the key things that I've found in meditation, I'm not gonna pretend that like I'm an expert on it, like I've been doing it for, for years of my life, but I, I have been doing it you know, relatively consistently for the past year and only ever more and more consistently as I get more and more used to it, right? Um, but the thing that it does for me is it, it brings me in, into this, this moment in time where I realize that you know, like I can just, let my mind be. That I can take a back seat and and watch my thoughts, watch my experiences about the world, watch even my mind's own recollection about the experiences about the world play out in front of me, right? Like it's not me that's having these thoughts, it's my mind that's having these thoughts and I get to sit back and watch it happen. 
And I've, I've had these these moments where I'm I'm out, you know, in a day to day experience things I do every day, and it, just like that, I take this back seat. And I'm like, wow, I'm I'm not doing this. I'm watching myself do this. You know, it's yeah. it's an interesting point. Um, only because, or no, not only because. It's, it fascinates me after I started uh, paying attention to like stoicism, right? You know, I, I started reading some old like stoic um, writings from like Marcus Aurelius and, and Seneca and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of what they say is that, you know, most of the things that plague us are not, is not reality. It's our thoughts about reality, right? Like our own perspective about the world around us is entirely subjective. It's, it all plays through mm -hmm. in our heads. And when we feel pain about these ideas, it's not because of truth. We're not feeling pain about truth. We're, pe we're feeling pain because our mind has this twisted, distorted version of the truth. So stoicism. Mm -hmm. Stoicism. Who? How do I describe stoicism? I, I can't give you a history of it because I'm not too familiar with it. You know, I it's used to think dumbed down version. Dumbed down version of it um, is is kind of. I don't want to do it a, a lack of justice, right? My, what I've gotten out of stoicism is you know precisely that realization that you know it's important to do what is right, right? Take action on things that matter and don't worry about the past or the future, right? Like right. the future is gonna come as it comes, but you don't live in the future, mm -hmm. right? You have no idea what the future is gonna look like, so you can't bank your your version of reality on the future. Yep. And in, in the same light, the past is the past, and it's never gonna change. It's only served to bring you up until this point, right? Yep. You exist as a moment in time that is the, the culmination of all previous moments of time up until right now, the present. And all you have is your judgments and your actions and your choices right now. You know, like stoicism to me is like a liberating way to think about reality. It's 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 something that frees me from the shackles of, of having to worry about like my my failures in the past. Mm -hmm. Because your failures, you know, you, you can look at them as failures in one light, which you'd be correct, but if you look at them in another light, they're an opportunity to learn. All of your failures are things that you've done that you can improve on in the future, you right? Learn on them. Absolutely. And, you know, things in the future, for example, like, yeah, sure, you can worry about them, right? But, like, does worrying about them impact your actions in a way that will help you solve these future problems? If it doesn't, then you have, there's no sense in worrying about it. I think it's it. the balance of, like, learning from your failures and mistakes and, like, taking what you're experiencing from them and learning from them from your failures mm. and then moving forward with that and then, like, changing your experiences with that like understanding that learning that and growing from it but if, if you focus on your failures too much where it's um making you what like paralyzed in your past and you just overanalyze it then yeah. like you can't go forward for me meditation uh, i have uh, anxiety so then like for me meditation has really helped like calm my thoughts and everything and just like so when you have anxiety i have a lot of overthinking and i overthink things and it's just like i go in this rabbit hole of, like what if what if what if so for me, when I meditate, I, it, it lets me like let bad thoughts or anxious thoughts or nervous thoughts and make me feel more at peace with them. And just like saying with you, like stepping back and just like letting my thoughts flow and being okay with the bad thoughts and just mm. like this is just a passing thought. This is a passing thought. So my I don't have I can't. So it's easier for me not to overthink and you know, not to spiral down and like think about the worst case scenarios and stuff like that. So mindfulness has like meditation is like something for you to help control your thoughts and help like not control your thoughts so meditation does not control your thoughts mm -hmm. is being able to be more at peace and like be more calm yeah. with all the thoughts that are passing except by. the thoughts so that's why meditation has honestly helped me yeah. i've done it i've been doing it like every now and then i haven't been as consistent but mm -hmm. i think meditation is such a great benefit absolutely i like, I like how you meant it to like watching a story in your head mm. um 
you know, unfold because people tend to think that meditation is, you know, and I, and I think that we've done a misfavor to each other by um, people that know meditation, they tell each other to like, or they tell new people coming into it to um, not think about anything. Yeah. You know, in, and that's just, that's just not how the mind works. Precisely. Like, you're always gonna be thinking about mm -hmm. something, right? But it's not about the not thinking about anything, it's about thinking about something looking at it accepting it and then thinking about the next thing letting that go absolutely the next thing yeah and that's something that it's much more easy to mm. accomplish yeah. it, you know you see it as a story you see your your thought you accept it you take what you take from it and then precisely yeah. to the next you thing. let it like pass yeah your thoughts pass through instead of like trying to control the thought and isolate it and try to like yeah you know fixate it it's like it's like helping you be more mindful and be able to be more calm with all the thoughts coming through, not controlling them. Exactly. Because, you know, if you if you take the stance of trying actively to make your mind go blank, right, not think about anything, for example, or even take control of a thought, like you're actively wrestling for control over something that does not want to be controlled, yeah. right? That, that doesn't bring you, you know, closer to, to acceptance. It doesn't bring you closer to any kind of truth. It just locks you into this battle with this thing that you shouldn't worry about battling, right? Yeah. I, I love this quote, and I want to attribute it correctly. I think it was Thich Nhat Hatch. It was, um, you know, he's a Buddhist author. Um, but, you know, I saw it on Reddit somewhere, so that could be entirely incorrect. But he says, you know, like to, to try and like, <laughs> to try and, and control the mind is, is not the purpose of meditation, right? The mind should be like, like when you when you meditate, the mind should be like casting a stone into water, right? Like it's just going to sink to the bottom on its own volition. It doesn't have to do. It doesn't have to take control, right? Like gravity does its job and it will sink, right? That is your mind when you meditate. You just allow it to be, allow it to descend deeper and deeper into this truth that you are, you know, simply taking a moment, right, to be aware of what is in front of you until you know your meditation's over your timer goes off or what have you and you're back into reality back into taking action for yourself but yeah so bring bring this back mm. to you know happiness how does how does meditation you know make you happier you know like what what have you seen that comes out of meditating that just better your life maybe better suit your mood for the rest of the day mm. i think i'm less stressed i think that with meditation i think and like we're such in a culture like we got we're so busy we gotta do this we gotta do this but they gotta do this and then i'm still in the like I'm, I'm still rushing to do things i'm still trying to be productive and like be as fast as i possibly can but i think since starting my day with meditation has made me be able to start my day like being calm and being collected and then i can like go through my tasks like focus actually i feel like it helped my focus a lot better mm -hmm. since uh i feel like it really has helped my focus on like switching to tasks to tasks to tasks and just being like Instead of like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. I'm like, okay, cool. This is the task I got to do. And I'm focused on it. And it just makes me, it just makes the day feel so much more relaxed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got to do all the tasks I got to do in the day, like, no matter what. But, like, do I want to do, like, super stressed and super rushed and, like, worrying about other things? Or, like, should I just, like, take it as is, you know? Hmm. For me, it's it's acceptance of the present moment. You know, like, you, you can't fight the present. It'll always be what you have right now. 
Um, and that, that has an enormous impact for a lot of reasons. And like, I keep thinking about this, this other, you know, just a Reddit post, but like I found a lot of wisdom and it. it was really something else. It was this guy, um, training for, for archery or something, you know, like trying to put arrows in, in a target, right? And he kept missing and his instructor came up to him and said, like, the reason why you're missing is because you're spending so much time focusing on the target and not on your actions to try and hit the target, right? You can have your goals, you can have this, this future plan out in front of you, everything that you want, right? But what doesn't, what matters is not wanting those things, what matters is what you do to achieve those things. And the only time you have to do is not in the future, it's, it's not when you want to get these things, which the time that you have to do is the present moment right now. And if you spend too much time, if, you, if your attention wavers, if your attention is, is too focused on like what the future is gonna look like or what the past is gonna look like, you're wasting that very valuable attentive time that could be better spent doing things now and yeah. taking action now to do the things that you need to do. So meditation helps me you know, in, in, in various like instances when I'm in class, I, I don't worry about when is this clock gonna hit 12.45 so I can stop listening to this stupid ass lecture, you know? That's not what I'm thinking about anymore. It's what can I learn right now? You know, yeah. what what should I focus on now so that I can put it in my notes and be a better student later? You know, or, or when I'm, I'm exercising even. It's like, yeah, sure, this, this might, you know, feel like I'm pushing myself. It, it's a difficult thing to do, but like now, right now is the time that I need to be pushing myself. I'm not worried about, you know, when is this 45 minutes going to be over or, you know, man, I wish I had done better on the last workout so I could do better on this one. It's, it's not about that. It's about what am I doing immediately? I so, think life is a yeah. journey mm-hmm. and then it's part of the process and the journey. Like sometimes you forget to enjoy the, the journey of it instead of like, we're always focused on like, when people ask me like, oh, what do you see? Where do you see, where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it's just a process. And I think that some people are so fixated like, oh, I finally want to become skinny or I finally want to like get a job and have a lot of money or like, or they're so focused on like, the end goal in the future, but they forget to like enjoy the process of going all those things. Mm. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we got things instantly, like right away, everything we wanted, it wasn't, it wouldn't be, be as great as having life. them. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think like, I think, I think everything isn't a, isn't a balance. You yeah. know what I mean? I think we need to take more of the presence than like, we need to take. We need to learn from our past. We need to plan for our future. Hmm. But we really need to enjoy and take in the present. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. No, that that reminded me of something else. It's like meditation isn't. It also isn't only about making you happy. You know, and and really, it shouldn't be about about happiness, right? Because the thing is, like, we we live in the real world where life is is it's scary sometimes it's terrifying there's some you know me man i'm i'm privileged as hell i've lived a good life i have not had to had to see so many things that so many other people have had Mm -hmm. to see but it's just this kind of fact of life that you know like we we grow up and you know like we were born we have friends and then you know one day like our parents die and then our friends die and then we die right like this Mm -hmm. is this you know people get sick around us and things things happen to the economy or whatever the hell has negative impact on you right this is this is real truth too but it's not it's not about avoiding those ideas it's not about pretending like those are things that you need to be happy about Mm -hmm. it's not about trying to find the silver lining in this this thing that really is dark right it's about respecting and appreciating and accepting the fact that you live in the real world that these dark things do happen right and that it's okay to go through pain and struggle that the struggle that you feel is not the end of all things it's not it's not the story that your entire life rides on it is just the present moment right 
and that these present moments pass. You know, the good things, you know, they, they will come later. And it's like the bad things will pass, and that's something you get to look forward to, you know, because you know this moment will, will fade and you'll be, you know, somewhere in pleasure. But the, the good times pass too, and that's important to remember because Definitely. it helps remind you to be you know, attentive to the good times and appreciate them while they last because you know that they won't last forever. So, you know, that, that brings an interesting point, you know, like it's not about happiness. We're not always going to be happy. And sometimes that begs the question of like, is, is even happiness the ultimate goal? You know, mm. like I don't happiness, think so. Happiness makes us feel good. Mm. Um, but like, do, do we need to be there all the time? And sometimes I think about things that have happened in my life and, and stories in my life that are not pleasant. Mm. They're not, you know, while you're living them, they're not pleasant. And I still remember them with, you know, with lots of... Um, nostalgia mm. you know as in like I was not having a great time but then I also think of the good things in, during that time you know maybe I was going through something new something transfer, uh, transformative you know mm-hmm. and, and even though it was tough even though I wouldn't say I was happy it's like I wouldn't mind reliving that experience you know and mm. I, I think like you know people watch horror movies mm. you don't feel happy while watching them <laughs> you know but like but it's still some sense of enjoyment you mm. know and, and not everything needs to be happy you can still enjoy like I, I think I ultimately do find mm. the silver lining but I still can enjoy like dark things yeah. you know and it's experience yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's just at the end of the day I think of it as a movie you know when I think back on my life or like even the future I'm like sometimes I think about like something terrible that could happen and then I think about it and I'm like but that would be an amazing experience you know it's like it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's bad you but know? it would make a good story <laughs> well even to myself you know mm. like if the if the goal is to experience many things mm. you know it's like I wouldn't necessarily wish for it but if it happened it would be transformative it truly like, you know like it would take me to like new heights mm-hmm. and it would I would have, you could say I would have a story to tell, not necessarily a story to tell other people, but a story to tell to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people, what they do is like, they, they say like, I want to be happy and that's it. Like I like my, my, and they think of happiness as a destination. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Do you ever hear people like, oh, I finally, I'll finally be happy if I have my job. I finally be happy if I'm like, if I look like this and I finally mm. be happy if I get this person. You know what I mean? scary thing. So like, but I think that we'll, the problem we do is we classify our happiness is literally just an emotion that we have mm-hmm. like yeah. just like anger just like sadness just like any other emotion we have it's just it's an emotion right and then it's like we want to experience more of like happiness than these emotions but like in the end like all these things are emotions that we, we we go through so then like i think to say like i think like if i think a lot of times it paralyzes people to say like i want to be happy or I want, like, I want to get there, you know what I mean? But then, yeah. like, it's just going to be moments. Like, like you know, like, I think our day is filled with emotions. Like, sometimes we're happy about, like, oh, we were on time. And, like, sometimes we're we're sad that, like, you know, like, we, we hit our car somewhere. Or, like, sometimes we're angry that, like, we dropped our, like, a, dropped a cup or something. And I think something break. Like, we're just going through emotions. Like, mm. this is, like, life. I think the important thing is to have a purpose, you know what I mean? I think that's what's really important. Like, I've read a lot yeah. of studies, like, that the important thing is not to be happy is to find have a purpose mm. in what you do define yeah, your like, own meaning and yeah. live it out yeah. you know it's interesting because like 
So we're talking about happiness. These are happiness habits. You know, ultimately, we know that we do like happiness, and yeah. we know that we do want more happiness than mm. the other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. When you do hit those other things, those roadblocks that make you feel bad, make you feel mad, you know, frustrated, hopeless. You know, how do you deal with that? You know, how do you bounce back? I really like the mm. the the thing that you put that you posted in our chat. You said like when you. Oh, like a depressed spring will always bounce back. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite quote. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's there. There's there's definitely like a grain of truth in that. It's you know, I I believe I believe in the cycle. You know, like I believe in the cycle of it all. Like I wear this thing around my neck always, and it's like I'm I'm not like a Taoist or anything like that. Camera might be able to see it, but it's like a yin and yang symbol. Um, and yeah, it's not like my culture very much, but I I get a lot of a value out of reminding myself that. You know, this might be a mathematical approach or something, but you take the unit circle if you've learned mathematics, right? And you take a <laughs> sine function, right? And it, it takes a, it's it takes a circle and it turns it into a wave, right? Like over time, you know, if you if you walk around a circle, you plant you point plot your point on the circle uh, across time. It's it's a wave function. You have ups, you have downs. That's the point, right? You have ups, you have downs. You have valleys, troughs, just like waves you see in the ocean, right? Yep. You have your dark moments. You have your bright ones, and. And the thing that gets me through those dark moments is is knowing is just with full confidence that I'm just at the low point of a wave, and that there will always be the next crest around the corner, you yeah. know. And that you know, and that reminds me to be present. That reminds me to even take a beat for myself. And like I have had moments before, you know, a, a test before, um, a, a shitty conversation with somebody that I care about, right? Where I will take five, ten minutes just to sit down, close my eyes. And, and stop processing the world, right? Just be in my mind and let my mind carry on without me for a moment, right? Before I step back into the world, ready to take on the challenge that is in front of me. So I, I get out of those dark moments by being present until the moment I don't need to be anymore, I suppose. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me, like, I do agree with that a lot. It's like, I really like the quote, like, this too shall pass. Like, all the good things in your life will pass and all the bad things in your life will eventually pass just like just like waves like we go through emotions we go through life and like like problems we have one day will not be the same problems we have like the next year you know what i mean and i think for me like when i have like a stressful situation or thing that i like like i have a problem or something like you know what i mean i it's really hard to bounce back from those things and it's i think it's hard for me to like bounce back quickly but i feel like for those things that like when you have like, a stressful situation or such a moment it's like think if like is this something that i can control or is this something i can't control if it's something that i can control then what are the steps that i can do to to make it better like you know what i mean like if i'm not having a great time at work like what's what's the problem like can i get to like work earlier can i devote more time into it you know what i mean mm. but it's something like if something like that happened that it wasn't out of your control like what if you're driving one day and someone hits you and then your car insurance is higher like things have happened and like that's a stressful situation such a moment and like what do i do like well, can I control this? Like, no, I couldn't have controlled someone to hit me in my car and for me to, like, have all these like, issues related to it and then you just can, like, do that. But I think in the moment, you can, like, try to step back, you know what I mean, from the issue and the situation, the problem, and then you can, like, take a walk or take your mind off of it and just, like, so when you come back to it, you can have a better perspective. So I think in the moment, it's really hard to, like, think of the silver lining or, the, mm. like, have a better perspective. But if you step back and, like, Take your mind off of it like oh go for a walk or like watch it like watch your favorite comedy show or do something or hang out with your friends and you can come back to the situation and, and or the problem with a new perspective and see what you can do like what are the actual goals that you can take and do to solve the issue absolutely yep so 
since we're talking about this, I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna do a shameless plug. Uh, I am making these um, these playlists on Spotify mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that are meant to change your mood. Okay, right? tell me about this playlist. Yeah. So uh, the way that I that it works is like they're all called uh, specific like mood and then moods. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna give an example because that didn't make moods. any sense. <laughs> so like. So, like Hopeful moods. Hopeful moods. Right. So, like, Sad if you moods. want to feel mm. hopeful, you start listening to this play, mm. play, uh, playlist, and uh, hopefully that gets you in the in the mood, right? The and the process that I've taken towards it is like I listen to a song. I try to not be feeling any particular way, but obviously I'm human and I might be biased yeah. on each one of them, right? But um, and then I try to think like, well, how does the song make me feel? And then as I find other songs that are similar, so if you listen to them, you might think like, okay, but this is the same genre over and over again. It's like, well, maybe this genre is what, you know, makes me feel hopeful. Mm. You know, so there's like hopeful moods, there's loving moods, there's uh, energetic moods, focus moods, right? So I have like a list of like seven. And I found that like, that really helps me. Sometimes I'm just like not feeling in the mood to do anything in particular, start listening to the playlist. And it, it kind of like gets me in the mood. And I yeah. think that it, compounds too it's probably not just about like i found music that it's magical and makes you feel these ways well we know that music makes you feel certain ways mm-hmm. and we know that music does change your mood. it's powerful if you yeah. pay attention yeah. to it absolutely yeah but i also think that it's a compounding thing where like if you believe it enough the first time that you listen to it then you know that um placebo effect makes you feel mm. hopeful or energetic you know, and then the next, and, and then you're gonna do things that require you to be energetic mm-hmm. to do them, right? And then the next thing, the next time that you listen to it again, not only it'll remind you, like not only the music will get you in the mood, but also will remind you of the last time when it did get you in the mood and when it helped you accomplish the things yeah. that you needed to be in that mood. For. Nice positive feedback. Definitely. Yeah. That's why there's like study yeah. music, like workout music, like you know, like yeah. dancing yeah. music. Yeah, like is it really music that helps you study, or is it music that you have? make part of your life mm. during studying which True. now like helps you get back in that mood yeah. that you used to be in cool have right. you tied this music to your productivity definitely yeah. that goes back into habits like so when a habit is formed it's like you first have a cue or a trigger that triggers your routine of the behavior of the habit and then there's a reward so probably with your moods like oh like you have like one that's like a like a one of your moods is like a loving mood like so you hear this mood and like oh you feel really loving and then yeah. like that triggers you to call your mom or call your friends or like you know like feel like really like loved and then like the yeah. reward is like having social interactions with your, your loved ones you know so yeah. that's like part of the routine habit so like it's like setting the situation up yeah the idea is to make it very intentional right like, yes right now i feel some sort of way and i want to feel in a different way right and it's really hard to control your mood so this is just like one of those triggers that hopefully can get you in the right direction might not work every time but i think that it you know it gets you a certain percentage there mm-hmm. to me you know i start listening to it doesn't do much at the beginning like five minutes but after that i really start getting there mm-hmm. you know so really it really works out for me i'm gonna be sharing them on my instagram because i share all of my playlists nice. on my instagram they're not ready yet i want to have at least 20 songs in each playlist mm-hmm. before i share it and mm-hmm. then i'll keep adding to them and updating them over time um you can follow me on Instagram at Louis Labarca. That's L U I S L A B A R C A, and uh, you can see me when I post them there and make them part of my highlights on my Fantastic. stuff too. Um, just if you want to find them, but also mm-hmm. I also recommend, you know, if you don't like the approach of just 
looking for because I'm sure I'm not the only person that does that you can mm. look up energetic vibes energetic oh, whatever yeah. and you'll find playlists that that's a good one done this. Yeah. but I think that a way that might be even more powerful is making your own right so like whatever yeah. you feel energetic whatever songs you're listening to during that moment right like I try to listen to radio like the Spotify radios mm-hmm. all the time because it introduces me to new music yeah I like those yeah but whenever I'm feeling um, energetic whenever I'm feeling uh, you know, joyful, then the song that I'm listening, does this song vibe with how I'm feeling? And then I grab that song and put it in a playlist yeah. with the feeling that I'm feeling. And then that way, it's more powerful than just listening to a playlist that somebody else made. Because mm. um, it's yours. It's, it's something it, particular to your tastes. Well, it's yours and it will remind you. Mm. you right? Of the so moment like, when you Yeah, because yeah. you, you put it in the playlist on the, mo- on the moment that you were feeling hopeful, loving, joyful, whatever the mood was, and then it just takes you back to those moments. Um, and I think that's really powerful too. Just, you know, a little habit that I found mm. that helps me bounce back. Sometimes not just bounce back, if I'm feeling neutral, helps me be in, in the mood that I know I yeah. need to be to perform a task, you know, mm. more efficiently. So you're yeah. setting up your environment to yeah. set a cue to feel that mood. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And you reward us feeling that mood. Yeah. I like that. Powerful music, powerful thoughts, powerful discussion. Let's let's go over the things that we talked mm. today, right? Like mm. we talked about meditation, mm-hmm. powerful habit, you know, to make you feel more calm. Not necessarily always happy, but it does help overall with your happiness. Certainly helps you like accept the moment and yeah. keep your life moving forward. Yeah, yeah. it's we powerful. About exercise, mm-hmm. you know, definitely does make you happy. All of those endorphins yeah. and. and definitely a keystone habit that really can change it has a really big influence of every, a lot of different aspects of your life truly yeah keeps you focused too mm. right which helps you achieve more which ultimately makes you happier live longer Certainly. live longer live longer healthier yeah. i like to live yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, been good you know, so far it's <laughs> fine not to die yeah that's what i'm aiming at yeah and, i'll try um, and you know we talked about how to bounce back when you're not in the place that you want to be at you know so uh, hopefully this was helpful. Um, you know, if you enjoyed us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's our usernames are it's always do it for me pod p o d. Um, you can find us in both of those. You can find us on YouTube as well. Um, Just in time for the air conditioner to come on. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, and also if you like our podcast, you can keep listening on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Bro, we're all over the place. Yeah. Literally, check it out. We put so much work into being everywhere. Please, God, find us somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Wherever you can. <laughs> oh, we'll find you. <laughs> all right, let's sign off before this goes on too long. Great listening. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. See you later. Peace. Bye.